1: When
2: you die, there's only two destinations. You don't go into the ground, and that's it. There's no such thing as purgatory. That's totally unbiblical. You don't come back, as some of the Asian countries believe, that you can be reborn again as something else. Sorry, absent from the body, present with the Lord, Pointed unto man to die once, and then the judgment. No, there's only two places your destination will be. Heaven with God, hell separated from God. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't like that. I don't care whether you like it or not. I don't like it either.
0: But God went, that's it. You've probably heard the saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Humans try to prolong death for as long as possible, trying to get their bodies as physically fit as they can. They hope to keep the grim reaper away (laughs) for one more year. Pastor Mark will be teaching about the fact that everyone faces death. He'll be talking about the sad truth that many people die having lived their lives in constant rebellion against the God who wants to give them never-ending life. You'll hear about this tragic rejection of life and how you can talk to people about this before it's too late for them. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark in Revelation chapter 14 as he continues his message, The Church That Jesus Designed.
2: Your lessons a third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand. Now, I want you to show you a picture of what Amazon just did recently. When the Antichrist comes, let me just remind you, That if you receive a mark on your hand, or if you receive the mark on your forehead... How many of you have a pet, and they have a little kind of thing under their skin here that they can be followed, you can find them? How many know what I'm talking about? Okay. Let me ask you a question. Does Alexa know where you are? If you have Alexa in your home, they know where you are. Does Google know where you are? Does Google know what you spend? Does Google know what your specialties are? Yes. Yes. Well, the Antichrist is going to make it worse because you're going to have a mark on you, either on your hand or on your forehead. And that means you are worshiping the Antichrist. If you don't have it, remember what we learned? You can't buy and you can't sell. You can't have anything during those seven years. So here is what just came out yesterday. Now, there's numbers of organizations in our world that already put chips in people. In case you don't know that. And that mostly is for work. It's not the Antichrist. It's to get into work. You just have to. Oh, I forgot my badge. No, you don't have to worry about your badge. You got to it right in your hands right here. Well, remember what the Antichrist does. One world government and one world religion and one world economy. Look what Amazon's doing. Now, I'm not saying don't shop at Amazon. Don't email me. Lord, help me. Here's what you need to see. Now, look at this idea. Amazon's trying out hand scanning payment system. It's the same principle. You don't have the mark of the Antichrist? You can't buy or sell. There it is. Now, what happens when this angel says this? If you receive this mark on your hand, what's going to happen to you? Well, look it. He says, if you choose not to worship the one true God, but you decide to worship the Antichrist or his image, or you receive the mark on your forehead and on your hand, here's what will happen to you. Look at verse 10. We're right there in Revelation fourteen ten. You, if you do that, you too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of wrath. You will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of the torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast, the Antichrist, Satan, and his image, or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. So this angel's message from God reminds the people, there's going to be a consequence, and it starts with hell, if you worship anyone or anything other than the one true God. So here's what he's saying. Hell is a real place with eternal and conscious punishment. Now, here's the big deal. Our decisions determine our destination. Our decisions determine our destination. That's exactly what this angel says. Now, remember, the first angel gave the gospel. Many millions of people that were unbelievers became believers because of that gospel. They came to serve God. But many had not yet. So God sends a warning to these people. If you turn down my first offer and you decide to worship the Antichrist anyway, you're going to suffer. Why did God send this warning? Well, let me give you an illustration your new parents. And you have a child, and they're two years old. And you buy them for their birthday a bicycle with the training wheels on. Some of you as adults had to take them off your bike and put them on because you're still riding with a trainer wheel. <laughs> and you live in a neighborhood, and of course we all live either in a compartment or homes or whatever, and their streets. Now, why would you warn your young child, don't ride the bike? In the... Why would you do that? Because you hate your child, right? Why would you, timid, why, why would you tell your child that? Because you what? You love them. Now, if someone said you love the bike, you got it wrong. <laughs> Am I right? Is that a stupid illustration? No, it's a perfect illustration. You tell someone that child of yours... We love you. We want to save you. We don't want you to get hurt. Don't go in the street. Now, why did God send the second angel? Exactly the same thing. I don't want you in hell. I love you. I didn't create hell for you. I created it for Satan and the demons. So please... Accept my offer. Choose me. Don't choose yourself to worship. Don't choose other people to worship. Don't choose the enemy to worship. Does it make sense to you? So here is another. The first one was he sent the message of the gospel. We get that, the love of God. But some people go, I knew it. I knew it. That's your God again. Just punishing people, sending people to hell. Number one mistake. God sends nobody to hell. Remember? You make the decision. You choose your destination. God didn't do that. You do it. If you end up there, by the way, why were the people in the tribulation? Because they refused salvation before that. It was their choice. So God says, no, I love you too much. I'm going to lovingly warn you. By the way, the scripture's filled with warnings. Why? Because God loves us. He's the only one that knows how to do life right. And sometimes we don't Listen to him. Now, here's something very interesting. Look at verse 12. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints. He's talking to people who became believers during the tribulation, who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. This warning reminds believers, people that have already come to Christ, to be patient and to trust God. Now, why would this angel say, you have to be patient? And have endurance to hold remain faithful. Why would he say that? He's saying this during the tribulation, you're gonna have to hold fast to what decision you made. You put your worshiping to God. Just hold that confession of faith, refuse to worship anyone or anything else. Now, why would he write that? Because when they refuse the mark of the beast, most of those Christians will be martyred for Christ. They'll be murdered. So he says, you made the right decision, but you're going to have to persevere in your faith. Can I say, that's true for all of our churches today. Satan is after you. He'll try to get you sidetracked a million ways. Remain faithful. That's why we teach the word of God. Do you realize today there's so many Christians in our world that are dying for Christ every single year? Thousands and thousands of them. You know, I've gone to India for like almost 30 years, and I see what's happening there. You understand what's happening. I can't go back to China anymore. That's what's happening. They're imprisoning them, they're killing them. India, you see that. I just read an article the other day. I can't even tell you. I know the truth. I, I can't tell you what they did. But they said to a pastor in a little village that's where they mostly minister, little villages. There's like 1.3 billion people there. And the town came to them and said, You'll stop preaching the gospel or we're going to talk to you, and we'll bring something you don't like. I can't tell you what it was. I told my wife, and she said, don't say it. I won't say it. One of the most horrible things you can think. Didn't happen to him. Happened to his family. Now, you see, that's not new. This started years ago. In Old Testament, we see the same thing. Remember all the things that happened there? Well, that's Satan. He just loves to do this. So the angel goes, now, you you made the right choice. Hold on. Be faithful to Jesus. Don't worship anyone or anything else. I think it's just a challenge for us. Can I ask you this question? Who are you worshiping? See, you have to answer that. Who are you? Who am I worshiping? And that's really what the angel is trying to say to all of us here. Now, look at verse 13. Then I heard... A voice from heaven say, write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Now, he writes that because he knows many of those people are going to die. So he says this, blessed in spite of the tragedy, in spite of the pain, the suffering, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. Now, here it is, very simply written. The Bible is filled with contrast, light dark good evil you name it whatever satan god and you see the contrast look at this contrast christ followers will die who die of course even today doesn't matter if, whether it's the tribulation or not will experience rest and reward in heaven while unbelievers will experience eternal torment and punishment in hell there's your contrast there's the two options when you die, there's only two destinations. You don't go into the ground, and that's it. There's no such thing as purgatory. That's totally unbiblical. You don't come back, as some of the Asian countries believe, that you can be reborn again as something else. Sorry, absent from the body, present with the Lord, Pointed unto man to die once, and then the judgment. No, there's only two places your destination will be. Heaven with God, hell separated from God. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't like that. Well, I don't care whether you like it or not. I don't like it either. But God went, that's it. He's all true. Now, you have a lot of people who don't agree with that. Well, they're wrong. That's because they're listening to Satan and not to truth. Now, why would a person living during the tribulation, the worst time ever on earth, why would they refuse to believe God and become a Christ follower? Well, I'm going to answer that question. Paul actually answers it. So turn in your Bibles to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians, you can see where Revelation is. Just scoot up about you know, 10, 10 books, and you go to 2 Thessalonians, the second book of it, chapter 9. Now, when you get there, let me explain to you something. Paul wrote this about 30 years before John wrote his book, the book of Revelation. But it's amazing because it's exactly the same all the way through. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one that wrote the Bible. Now, Paul knew about the Antichrist, and not from the book of Revelation because the Revelation book wasn't started yet, but he knew about it from the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. Daniel talked about this. The coming of the lawless one, that's the Antichrist, will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and all the ways... That wickedness deceives, now look at these words, those who are perishing. What does that mean? Those who are on a path to hell. They're perishing. They're in the process of it. They haven't died yet. Now, we've seen during the tribulation, the Antichrist, who's empowered by Satan, performs some miracles, some signs, some wonders. Could be through his power, but often it's through deception. Now, Why are those who are being deceived by the Antichrist, why are they perishing? Look at verse 10. Here's the first reason. There's two reasons. Here it is. They perish because they refuse to love the what? The truth. There's the word again. And so be saved. Notice, the truth in becoming a Christian, being saved, having your sins forgiven are directly related. If you don't believe God's truth, you'll never be saved. Jesus is the only way. And so, he just says here, they perish because they refuse. They refuse their decision, their will, to love the truth and be saved. So here's number one. You can write it down. Reason number one, they are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and be saved. In other words, they have their own path in life. They continually choose sin, my way. I did it my way. Remember the song? That's what they're doing. But they don't realize they're not doing it their way. They're doing it the deceiver's way. Satan. Understand that. Now, they've chosen that path. The Antichrist will mislead people. Why? Because he's called Antichrist. A deceiver. He has only blinded people's eyes that we learned. They don't understand the gospel. But here's what Satan does. Started back basically in the Garden of Eden. Remember the warning God gave Adam and Eve in the garden? He said this. You can have everything that's here. There's a million trees. I don't know how many there were. The fruit's great. It's organic. <laughs> you know why it was Organic. There was no sin yet. You know, you believe everything you buy that's organic, it's organic, right? (laughs) Hell, stupidos. (laughs) We have no idea where it came from. Am I right? Yeah, right. So in the Garden of Eden, what did God say to Adam and Eve? Don't go by that tree. If you do, here comes the same warning. You will die spiritually and physically. Now, did he give that warning because he hated Adam and Eve? Same principle. Why am I giving you this warning? Because I hate you. No, because I love you. That's what I'm supposed to do as a pastor. I do love you. And what did Adam and Eve do? Adam wasn't deceived. Basically, Eve was deceived. And why was she deceived? Satan came to her and said, God didn't say that. There's the doubting. Her husband went along with it. What happened? You and I have a sin nature. It went to all people. Every per- the baby I dedicated this morning. It came from a mom and dad that are human just like us. All of sin, they fall short of God's glory. All of us. And so when we have a child, what do we do? We pass the sinful DNA on. That's why Jesus Christ came. To eliminate that. Now, what am I saying that Satan does to the truth way back then? There was no Bible then. Satan denies God's truth. He dilutes God's truth. And he causes people to doubt God's word. That's exactly the way it is. Now, I don't want you to copy this, but I want you to see how he does it. You know today, there's tons of churches that will teach part of this. But when they get to something they don't like, they just don't teach it. Or they'll say, no, it's not what it means at all. Well, that's wrong. Because Satan has got them already deceived. And, that's what I, and you'll see that at the end. Take a look at this. Notice every one of these starts with a lie. A lie is the opposite of what? Truth. Here we go. Lie. Drugs will bring you long-lasting euphoria. Lie. Alcohol will bring peace and deaden the pain of life. It might for a couple hours, but then it will absolutely be useless. Next, sex outside of marriage will bring love and fulfillment. Maybe on a one-night affair, then your life is changed, your marriage is destroyed, and your kids are lost. Where did they come from? Giving in to a lie from Satan. Next. Money and possessions will bring happiness. How many know that that's not true? Let me see your hands. Praise God, we got rich people in this body. <laughs> Woo! Look at those people. Where did we learn that principle from the Old Testament? You'll never have what? Enough. You always want what? More. Exactly. Next. Doing life without God will bring you freedom. That's a lie from Satan. What does the Bible say? Jesus, who the sun sets, Free. is Free. Yeah, good job. Satan says, no, it'll bring you bondage. No, that's a lie. That's totally a lie. Maybe the biggest one of all. This is why most people, unless they get this, will spend eternity in hell. And they'll be shocked out of their minds when they arrive there. Here it is. Good people, go to heaven. Good people don't go to heaven. Ephesians tells us you can't be good enough. Only forgiven people go to heaven. I'd like to say I could forgive you? Impossible. A church can't forgive you. Only Jesus can forgive you. Why? Because he paid for your sin on the cross. So see those lies? What does Satan want to do? He wants you with him. God wants you with him in heaven. Now look at What God will do. Now this is going to be strange to you. But just hold on. Verse 11. For this reason God sends them a powerful delusion. So they will believe the lie. Whoa. Now why is he doing that? Look at verse 12. And so that all will be condemned. They'll believe the lie, even though they kind of think it's the, probably a lie. They'll be deluded, and they will absolutely believe it. Who have, all will be condemned who have not believed the truth. But here's the second thing. They've delighted in wickedness, their sinful lifestyle. All will be condemned. Jesus will come with his mighty angels. Paul wrote this in the first letter he wrote. Jesus will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God. See, you can know about God, but that doesn't get you to heaven. Satan knows about God. You have to know God personally. Who don't know God, and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ, they will be punished with eternal Destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. See, man was created to know God and fellowship with God. In hell, there's no fellowship. There's no forgiveness. There's no hope. There's no peace. There's no comfort. There's no love. But people don't know that. You hear people joking all the time. Man, my good friends are going to be down there. We're going to party forever. That's a total lie. The Bible is true. You say, well, Pastor Mark, this is kind of rough for Paul writing about hell or whatever. And God wrote about it in the book of Revelation, too, with that angel. What's the deal here? Do you know that Jesus wrote about hell more than heaven? Why? Because he's angry with you? No, because he loves you. It's a loving warning. And it comes from our God. Remember, there's only two places. Everybody will be in heaven with God or in hell, separated from God.
0: In today's message, Pastor Mark continued talking about the tribulation and God's final judgment on the earth. He taught about the rise of the Antichrist and the eventual implementation of the mark of the beast. He warned you about not taking that mark and how doing so would seal your own destruction and separation from God. He also taught about how not to be deceived by the world and its offers. You don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today, and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue the message, The Church That Jesus Designed. He'll keep on teaching about the Antichrist and how he will be able to deceive mankind. Pastor Mark will talk about the contrast between God's truth and the deception of the world. He will emphasize the importance of making a conscious decision to accept God's view of things. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching through his series, The Church That Jesus Designed. That's next time on Lessons for Living.
1: In a hurry